0: Feral Audio
1: Huge news Put your hands together listeners Rhea and I will be releasing a joint Stand-up album On December 8th It's called Back to Back We recorded it at Williamsburg Music Hall During our big fall tour We are so excited about it You can pre-order merch And the album At astrecords.com That's a special thing records website Or You can pop on iTunes on December 8th, Amazon on December 8th, order that thing up, help us get a number one album together. We've had number one albums separately. Don't we want to be those wives with a shared number one album? We absolutely do. Anyway, we really think this is a great record and we really are excited about it. Bye! Put
0: Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. What's hands up everybody? Together. Thanks for coming on for the hands UCB! Please help us drop out the blitz your hands together. Get ready to with your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to put your hands together. Put
1: your hands together. Put your hands together! Oh, hello, the UCB. Let's hear right now for Rhea Butcher. Hello. Oh, no. I oh, think no, I flipped up? my hair, and now I can't tell if I messed it up. No, it's good. Oh, everything's good. It it's, good. Okay? it's good. This is Cameron Esposito oh, and her good phew. hair. That was stressful. Shit, Rhea. How are we going to do this show? How are we going to do this <laughs> show tonight? I don't know how we're going to do this show. The audience, let's be real. We fought All day. All day. <laughs> The entire the day. The entire. From the beginning? Day. Up From until the basically right now. That we woke up <laughs> until now. We have been fighting. With there each other moments we've been mother That we made up. A married couple. And then we just got right back into and it. And then again. you go, but do you remember three years ago? <laughs> and then you bring that shit up. And it's just. And then. Fucking new things are unleashed. Yeah, there's new stuff. And also, on top of this, neither of us is going on our phones. So this is all organic stuff. We're not bringing anything new That's into it. That's a great None point. of it is news. What, we Rhea. weren't mad about the news at all. Because I haven't paid any attention to it today. Because I was like, I got to not do that for a day. And then we fought all day. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> what is talking about is the stress that like Twitter puts on your relationship, where right. you look at Twitter, and then you go like, oh, fuck, everything's ah! terrible. And then you go, who's a real person? that I could take this out on. <laughs> then you go, oh, you're my wife. You're nearby. You absorb this. <laughs> um, but that didn't even happen today. No, today no, Today no. was just... It was all inside baseball. Oh, my God. So many things created. So many things rehashed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So many fights, like, seemingly ended smiling, holding hands, yes. and then just mad again. Yep. I remember your hand from the last time! You were that holding hands shit. I, I know where this is going. I know, I know, I know. Actually, I, I am really... We didn't yell at each other on the street.
0: Yeah, I, that is a
1: good one. That is good for I us. I don't want you to think that your favorite parents, <laughs> your parents, the parents that are your parents, us, <laughs> uh, don't fight on the street sometimes. Oh, Yeah. We fight on the street all the time. Even though we're, uh, you know, obviously recognizable celebrities. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're being stopped all the time. Taking and Sarah, it's mm. you! <laughs> Why are you sisters fighting? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know adult sisters fought. That was the tour! Oh, man. You don't know adult sisters fight. That's a true thing too. No, no, I mean I know that. I just How? think a lot from from my from, Family? from you? Yes. Also, I assume that people fight no matter what age they are. I That's just a think fair idiots point. that think we're Tegan and Sarah would think that adult sisters don't fight. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> They've told me that they are often not recognized when they are not together. That people makes sense. Will go, Actually, I don't know you from anything.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they're not, like, Cameron Esposito? It's just one of them. But we did, you and I went to a wedding, uh-huh. like, a month ago, uh-huh. and I had this short we hair. Did? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I and I had I, a, I'm doing some great. because I had gotten the short hair right before we went on tour together. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of our friends hadn't seen me with short hair we went to a wedding, and a person that I know, like a like a person that I n- know, <laughs> like said, your their phone number is in your phone. I don't actually think I have this person's right, phone, number, dad, but I, I do know. To push them. Them. I pushed like I it do, too far. Yeah, <laughs> but I do know this person. Uh, they said, "Hey, Ria, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What? <laughs> Wait, but you were also standing next to me." Yeah. So they were like, "Hey, Ria, how you doing?" Hey, Rhea, how you doing? Because there's two Rheas at this yeah. wedding. Oh, that's funny. Two Rhea butchers. All right. It's hard to be married. Does anybody here, um, married? Married? Does, any, does anybody marry? Is anybody married? Okay. It's also hard to be divorced. Yeah, yes. yes. that makes sense, yeah, yeah. too. Uh-huh. I can see that. I'm fully understanding that. I can that. get that. Yes. I can see how that would go. I see how people do that. I can understand how you do that. That makes sense as an option. I can see that. As a way to go. As a thing. If you wanted what to. two might do. Yeah, I can see. Shit does happen. Exactly. I can see. It certainly does. You, th- you took your <laughs> ring off of your hand and threw it across the room to I threw it. it onto the bed, which is a nice place for it to go. Actually, you're right. You did take your ring off, throw it onto the bed. but I then throw I went it was, out the window. Then, then you then threw it down the hallway and it was like you were playing air hockey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get this away! Trying to go and catch it, you know, how you catch it sometimes. I do love doing stand-up with you. It's really, I didn't want to do this show at all tonight, but I am feeling like this is going to be good. This is good. they are working it out. Remembering how much we like each other. You're so funny, it's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) On days like today. We straight up fought all day. We fought Like, all we're day. not exaggerating at all. Day. The the, the entire day. We day. fought in multiple zip codes. We fought, we we fought in a, Los Angeles. A car in wash. outside of Los Angeles. In a car wash. Going through the car wash. We were so excited to go into it. And then as soon as we were into it, we were like, ah! So fucking stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. And we don't want our cars We're so often. stubborn. Yeah, absolutely. You're a middle child and I'm an only child. It's like just a deadly combination. (laughs) I'm just like... No, "Ah!" but the middle child is the peacemaker, which is why I'm the good one in our relationship. (laughs) And then the only child is obstinate, which is why you're always having so many problems with me. (laughs) Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like so flexible, as you know. Obstinate. Yeah, you're real flexible. I'm such a flexible person. You're just a leaf on the... Bayou. I, don't I never. Know. I've been listening to Linda Ronstadt. <laughs> Sweetheart, she's not from the Bayou. She has a song called Blue Bayou. Oh. I don't think there's any leaves in the Bayou. <laughs> there's no grass. Leaves. It's maybe. It's supposed to be in a creek. Fan boats, definitely. Leaf on a river stream is the word I was looking for. Uh huh. Easy breezy, beautiful cover boy. That's me. <laughs> Yeah. I just let easy, everything greasy. go actually uh-huh. these are all fallacies I'm super specific and annoying all the time um, I would even say that I was thinking about it recently and like maybe there's a chance that I'm notoriously difficult which sure. is a huge compliment if you're a woman <laughs> yeah <laughs> that just means you're a man <laughs> no that just means you I have just mean like you're a inv- normative set of needs that <laughs> right. are yeah that a man, things yeah that's sort. what I'm saying I get what you're a, saying. A cultural right? man is what I mean. I don't... Cameron okay, Esposito, never mind. cultural man.
0: <laughs>
1: man of culture. Oh, my God. Did you think this is what marriage would be like? No. <laughs> what did you think it would be like? I don't know. No, like, really. I thought, like, there have, like, would be a, an answer. I don't know, like a deck at some point. I don't know. Like I thought. There would be a place to hang out. And one Sitting of us on the dock of the bay? That's where you thought it would be well more in a bayou. Time. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting on a deck in a bayou. <laughs> yeah. Wasting time. Wasting that time. old song. Um no, I don't I mean I did think it would be work and something that you like do every day.
2: I don't <laughs> I
1: mean something that you work towards every day. Like yeah. it's not gonna be easy every day. Right. What, and what else did you think would be involved? <laughs> I mean, you can ask me. I'm not grilling you. Yeah, like, I mean, what, what did you think it was going to be? What did you think it was going to be? <sighs> I know you're a nervous wreck right now. Oh, yeah. That I, I just asked I, that question. I said the I, word man earlier. Now I feel very bad about it. <laughs> honey, you can call me a man. It's okay. <laughs> I, no, I know I can. I, I microphone <laughs> is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want them to hear?
0: <laughs>
1: Never mind. What did you think marriage was going to be? I think I thought... Well, I thought that I would get to do whatever I want. (laughs) See, I thought that too. And then I thought that you would go, okay. And that's what makes you the peacemaker. (laughs) Well, I mean, technically the peacemaker is a gun. Yes, I understand yeah i guess i just thought i would get to do whatever i want and then then you'd say how how long how long did you think this forever (laughs) wait what do you mean how long was that in my mind in previous relationships that i've been in Uh uh-huh i am so charming (laughs) and i make a good case for things Uh uh-huh so i could say this is really what should be done okay what and you then want? They would sometimes go, okay. Uh huh. And then that's kind of how things would go. All right. Then I met you. Uh-huh. What I like about you is that you are very challenging and mm-hmm. you tell me to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also very annoying. Yeah. I see how that could be given your previous experience. Well, and also what I want out of a relationship, which is like, more of a chaperone. <laughs> you you want me to chaperone you. Yeah, like. To weddings I want... where people think we're the same person. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to be almost like a like I like a Disney fast pass or whatever. It's like <laughs> You want me to get you on the Indiana Jones ride? Really fast. At 3pm to 4pm. That's right. That's exactly exactly what you want me to do? Right. That's exactly right. Well, what? I mean, where do you think you went wrong? Where do you think your where expectations go wrong? I'm telling you! I'm being vulnerable. Sure. Well, I didn't know I was explaining where I went wrong. Um, well, I mean... Yeah, you're explaining where you went wrong. Um... I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I There was no chaperone involved in my uh, projection of the future Okay, well, marriage. what did you think would happen? I don't know. I mean, honestly, I probably thought it was just like hanging out, watching TV together. <laughs> Actually, that what is so fucking family does. accurate. That's all they do together. That is what you think marriage is. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. Like an Edith and an Archie kind of a you situation. You sit there, you watch TV together. Yeah. Holy shit, that's so real. <laughs> I think it is that a little bit. But at the same time, but yes. You do have to that, get up. But yes, but also the watching TV together is everything. Tell me more. I mean, it's not just we're watching TV together for the rest of our lives. It's we're going camping together or we're going to the blah, blah, blah together. I can't even think of things because I've been uh huh yelling not on the street. We go to the car wash together. You know, stuff like that. That is kind of our lives. Yeah. That's what I thought it would be. But you just thought that how did you think it would be I thought there I thought there would be less yelling. Mm. Not no yelling. Less yelling. Well Rhea, I think that where you went wrong (laughs) is that you don't understand how annoying you are. That's a great point. I also would say, I think I am extremely annoying. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We spend so much time together. huh And I think we we're have... We're spending time together right now. We are spending time together right now. <laughs> and I think we have very high expectations of ourselves. Sure. And each other. Yeah. And then when you have such high expectations, somebody can let you down like a lot. All the time. Because you <laughs> thought they were going to be so rad. It's all the time. You're like... You're not rad right now. She's so chill and nice. Why are you being unrad? She has a good nose. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Why is she being such a pain in the neck? Yeah. And then Cameron is so cool and so smart with such great hair and a good nose. (laughs) Why is she being... (laughs) That nose thing feels like a false compliment. What? (laughs) Just because now it's like two noses. You know what I mean? Plus, you have the better nose. Everybody knows I don't... that. I have better other things, but you've clearly got the nose in this relationship. I don't... This feels like a trip. <laughs> Do you see? This is the whole day. <laughs> this is the whole fucking day. The whole thing. Admit you have a better nose! <laughs> just yelling at each other things like that. <laughs> Marriage is hard. Sometimes it... you just yell, admit you have the better nose. <laughs> That's what I was unprepared for. Yeah, right. Screaming about noses. Yes. I don't want the audience to be worried. Mm -hmm. We're going to be okay. (laughs) Because she threw the ring on the bed. I picked up the ring, threw it down the hallway, but we did find it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did. I think it's just... (laughs) Uh privilege to be able to get up on stage and talk about how stressful relationships really are from both sides because a lot of times you know I don't know if you guys have ever heard of stand-up comedy but they it's this thing that people but do. sometimes comics and comics are mostly women but a few men do stand-up as well you find an occasional guy out we there we let a couple guys do it every if, now and then if we think they're funny but it's not that it's often like, that we do you know it's mostly women it's like mostly women and they get up and they just tell one side of a relationship sure. like oh you know they go take my husband they always say that and please then they, List all the qualities that make their husband so annoying. He's always shopping for tools, you know? Talking about tools. And sports. Ah, men, they won't shut up about things. That's how women... He's always breaking a nail when he's hammering it. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. Thank you. Um, but what we think is special is that we get to talk about a relationship with, from both sides and you don't even have to be nervous cuz Ria could be here to rebut that she's annoying and I can be here to rebut that I'm annoying I think it's like kind of a next uh, level of evolution of stand up where we're just like both standing here saying like we might get a divorce but probably not <laughs> together Definitely as Definitely not during the show. Definitely not during the show there isn't a lawyer here. Wait that is there a we lawyer? Have hired our lawyers here. <laughs> We do have one. Sing- we do have one legal team. We did we that do, on purpose. Do. Yeah, we did that. We locked that up. Yeah, we did that on purpose <laughs> because we were like, if we ever divorce, I don't. I want it to be equal. So I don't want you to have a better team than me. So we'll have the same team, and they will divide things. So that's a very you know that's kind of a, forward just a thinking- neutral way to walk into a marriage. Just <laughs> not wanting to be conquered. <laughs> well, and not also wanting to you know screw you over like just wanting. Well, know, thank you. Like I appreciate that. Me now knowing in the future. If I ever totally hate you, uh-huh. I still, you know, think you have a cute nose and stuff. <laughs> That's
0: so very sweet. I don't want you
1: to not have any of the big, big money that I'm gonna make. <laughs> right. yeah. Tens of hundreds of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make a lot of money. I just want to say tens of hundreds of dollars. Oh yeah. It's funny to me. I know. I mean, I already make more than that. Yeah, I know. Tens of hundreds, please. Tens of hundreds. I'm making tens of thousands at least. Ones of thousands. I'm making at least one thousand dollars. <laughs> Every year, I've been known to make a thousand dollars. Sometimes I'll make two. Or two.
0: Three.
1: <laughs> Friends, uh, it's wonderful that you're here with us, uh, especially on this like family week. You know, which is Thanksgiving, which makes us think of family, and you're here with our family. You know, really going through all of this together and seemingly thinking it's funny. <laughs> We think it's funny too. Um, I should, think we, it's funny. should we do more? Should we let more? Should we? I think let, we should have more people do stand-up. Okay, yeah, yeah, great. I agree. Okay, well, we've been great to start the show. Very yeah, vulnerable. you can clap about that. <laughs> if you're, they're just so real. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, we have an awesome comic coming up first. Uh, but first, wait, maybe just like a palate cleanser of we're all okay, everybody's good. Yes, clapping. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're all good. Are you ready it's for a great good. show? <laughs> Mom and dad are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Friends. <laughs> we got a great comic coming up first. Uh, so excited to have her. On She's one of my show. favorites tonight. And so, are are you guys ready for a great comic? <laughs> And get up for Candice!
3: Yes, one more time, everybody, for Cameron and Rhea. I was just stretching backstage because that's what you do when you get older, you guys. You stretch. I uh, found out exactly how old I am over the weekend when I went to the movies and got some kids kicked out because they were talking too loud in the back. That's what's happened. Who's done that before? (laughs) I was like, where is the manager? There is some riffraff in the back row. If you could please have them escorted. And that is a quote. I said riffraff to the manager because that is also what you do in your 30s. Snitching is completely acceptable in your 30s, guys. If you haven't told on somebody, try it. (laughs) Try it tomorrow. Who left the refrigerator open? Rob? It's very refreshing. I am single. I'm so tired of being single that I was listening to Rhea and Cameron talking about arguing all day and I was like, "Oh, I want that." Like that's how tired. I was like, "Oh." I'm very single. I uh I'm on uh some apps and the dating apps you guys are all familiar with and I went out with a guy just like maybe like a month ago. And I met him on this app, and on the first date, he started holding my hand. There we go, there was a (laughs) grunt. Right, that's unacceptable, right? Like, I'm glad I'm not overreacting. He just reached across the table and started holding my hand. And I was like, whoa, dude, what is with all this hand holding? It is the first date. Thought we were just gonna fuck. (laughs) What is with all this intimacy and eye contact? It's making me very uncomfortable. I'm a single woman in my 30s. I don't want a hand, I want some dick! I that dick! Who is it? There's so many deal breakers now, isn't there? Like, there's so many deal breakers. Like, who you voted for is a deal breaker, right? Too soon hand-holding is a deal breaker, right? (laughs) I've dumped guys for wearing tank tops too much, you know? Like, I just, there's so many, there's so many deal breakers. But back in the day, like, there, there wasn't. Like, when our parents were dating and coming up, they didn't have, they didn't care. They didn't have all these options. Like, as long as you weren't related to them, didn't have tuberculosis, and had a color TV, like, you were good. Like, we can make, let's make this work. We can do this Forever. <laughs> Yeah, I know. The tank top thing for me is real, though. I don't like when guys wear excessive tank tops. I don't like it. I I went out with a dude one time, second date, he showed up in a tank top, which was way too soon. It was too soon. Uh, Look, fellas, you can wear tank tops, but we have to love you first, all right? We have to work up to that as a couple. We have to have a solid foundation to get through that. And, uh, so on the second date he showed up in a tank top and you know i was like uh dude why and then but then i thought about it and i was like i should have known because all the red flags were there on the first date you know when he showed up in a (laughs) v-neck which we all know is a gateway shirt right it's a, a gateway it just leads to other suspicious shirts well that was my fault now, a little bit about me. Um, I am black. Both my parents are mixed with black and Native American. The only reason why I'm telling you that I'm black is so I can tell this next joke. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, you'd be like, why is a Hispanic chick talking about black people? So I have to set it up properly. So there's something that's happening right now. I'm sure we're all familiar with, uh, everyone's talking about how Hollywood needs to diversify, like how we need to have more people of color represented on television and in movies. There was a hashtag that was trending not too long ago. You guys probably remember hashtag Oscars so white. It got people talking about it. And uh, it's true, 100%. Uh, we do need to have more people of color represented. I would love to see more black people in movies. I absolutely would. Uh, the thing is is that people think that the reason that's not there's not more black people in movies is because of racism. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the case. It has nothing to do with race. Uh, the reason why there's not more black people in movies is because it is just not practical for the plot of that film. Uh, black people, we are very suspicious people. And we ask too many fucking questions. All I'm saying is, do you really think there'd be a Twilight movie if there had been one black person in that classroom when a vampire walked into the room? Now, first question, why the fuck are you so pale? <laughs> How come you don't ever eat nothing for lunch? (laughs) What is that? Why does your face look all bedazzled and shit when you walk out into the sunshine? What the fuck is that? Creepy motherfucker. (laughs) Same thing for Game of Thrones. You can't have black people on Game of Thrones. There's like two black people on that show. You can't have black people on there. A black person on Game of Thrones? Mm, that ain't grayscale. That's just eczema. Put some cocoa butter on it. End of of episode. It's the end of the episode. We ruined story arcs. Are there any black people in here tonight? One. Why are we in the back, though? God damn it. I got the light, so I gotta... I'm trying to... Let's talk about... Let's talk about... There's a phrase that's happening right now that I don't like. A lot of people are saying, live your truth. We've all heard, live your truth. And it's like, I think it's supposed to be positive, right? Like, just be you, be who you are, be true to yourself. It's supposed to be positive, but it's really only positive if you're a good person, right? Like, (laughs) what if you're just a shitty-ass person? Like, I bet, I guarantee Harvey Weinstein was living his truth, right? Like, he was definitely... (laughs) what are you doing, Harvey? I don't know. I'm just about this unsolicited massage life. You know what I'm saying? I'm just living my truth. I'm about this bathrobe life, you know? It's just what I do. A terrible person. But I was so excited to see him get brought down. I really was like that. Whoa, that was, right? Finally, a terrible person getting brought down from a huge, like, power position. And, uh, but you know, like, we have a history in this country of, like, supporting terrible people even after they've done terrible things, don't we? We do. Like, I know people that are still defending Bill Cosby, right? Like, I know people who pay to go see Floyd Mayweather fights, and I'm like, dude, it's terrible. He has, like, seven domestic violence charges. Like, come on, there's got to be another boxer out there for you to support. Like, I know there is. There, we have a lot of talented boxers out there. People are still going to R. Kelly concerts. <laughs> Why are we still going to our... Is, is there no other music we can fuck two people? Come on, there is... There are, I know there's another R&B singer. Look, I get it. We've we, You want to support somebody, you're a fan. Look, I get it. I'm a fan, too. Look, I love gymnastics. I love gymnastics. But if I found out that Simone Biles was peeing on <laughs> <to> underage boys... <laughs> I would just transfer my support to Gabby Douglas instead, right? Like, just... <laughs> Just transfer that support to someone who's not a shitbird. You guys have been fantastic. I've been Candace Thompson. Thank you so much. Give it up one more time.
4: Candace Thompson, let her hear it.
1: Candace, I think you should call your next album, I Know There's Another R&B Singer. That just really spoke to me. I was looking at a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone today. I don't know why. I was on Instagram and there was like a trainer that popped into my, you should look at this. And I was like, I guess I should. And then I was like going through his feed and he posted a photo of those two and was like, which one? Which is very funny to me <laughs> to just like have a quiz of like, which one? Like not, which dude do you think has lifted more? You know, whatever. It's just like, which one? Like, <laughs> we should just vote that way like not know who anybody is ever (laughs) and then just be like which one and you have to choose and you're like but it shouldn't be those options but what I noticed (laughs) when I was looking at those two human beings is that they were doing this pose because both of them are like flexed out and train a bunch and shit like that and I realized that that looks a lot like a uterus and fallopian tubes (laughs) ever thought of that.
0: <laughs>
1: I doubt I'm the first person that's thought that, but I wondered if like traders like all those flexed out dudes, if they've ever thought about it, if they're like, God damn it. Just like, bung, period. <laughs> I mean, the fallopian tubes are kind of like this, so it's more like this, but you know, definitely on that like raging day three, they're like this, <laughs> like for sure. They are definitely like flexed out. Definitely moments that they're like
0: this.
1: (laughs) Doing this thing. You know, they do the whole thing. Anyway, if you hadn't thought about that before, now that's all you'll think about when you see somebody (laughs) at Muscle Beach. Because that still happens, right? Anyway, let's keep the show going, shall we? (laughs) Sounds great. Um, Our next comic is the first time on our show, so you guys know what to do. Uh, With the first comic, we give them a huge welcome to the show. So let's get it started right now for At
0: at at School!
2: Keep it going for real everyone. Oh my goodness, what's up LA? I love you. Uh wow, well, Thanksgiving is coming around the corner, but I'm still trying to get over Halloween. Uh I, I get spooked easily, you know. Uh ghosts, ghouls zombies, uh Clowns, things like that, really freak me out. I got I got nightmares watching *The Secret Life of Pets* because have you seen that movie? It's yeah, it's about what pets do when their owners aren't home. Uh, but in the movie, there's a pound catcher, and I had a nightmare that it, the pound catcher caught me. You know what I mean? And I, I woke up to my blankets around my neck. So I get spooked real easy. But this year, as you all might have felt as well, I, I wanted to feel alive. You know. I wanted to feel alive, so for Halloween, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go to the Haunted Hayride. I'm going to do it, you know. Here's to feeling alive. (laughs) The Haunted Hayride in Los Feliz, uh, if you've never gone, you know, it's at the uh, Griffith Park. Uh, You get, uh, you know, taken by a wagon uh, (laughs) through the old zoo, okay, and clowns and goblins, you know, and bloody people come out at you. Sometimes they get on the wagon, too. It's real spooky. Uh, I knew it wasn't gonna go well when I first entered the park, and this girl, she was, like, bloody, and she started following me. I screamed. I ran around the entire park, jumped up onto a stranger. You know what I mean? But I was like, this is only the start, you know? (laughs) I wanted to feel alive, you know? (laughs) So, what happens is you get packed onto this wagon that's gonna get pulled by a tractor. Uh, you, you get packed on like sardines with like 40 people. Okay, and so we were getting packed on by this bloody clown, you know, and, and he was like, okay, listen up, here are the rules. Here are the rules. You wanna know these. You gotta feel safe, you gotta stay safe. Here are the rules no uh, flash photography, no touching the scare actors, no throwing the hay. And then I couldn't hear the last rule, I freaked out. So I looked, at, I looked to the guy across from me and I was like, hey, what was the last rule, what was the last rule? And he looked at me and he goes, no Asians. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what did you say? He was like, and I said, no Asians. <laughs> and all I could do was just go, <laughs> well I guess it's too late for that, you know? What <laughs> Cause next to his wife was another Asian girl. I looked at her and was like, "There's two of us here. It's too fucking late for that. We can't do anything." And then right as he said that, the clown locked up the wagon, honked his horn twice, and he was like, "Off you go. Good luck." I was like, "What? How are we gonna start this experience like this?" You know what I mean? And I was looking at the guy. He was having a blast too. Just sat, smug, you know, comfortable. He was fine, and I knew he was from Long Beach. I could tell because he was wearing. I knew that's the thing about carnivals and public events is that anyone's welcome, right? Just it's open to West Covina, Van Nuys. It just Silver Lake folk. You know what I mean? I knew he had a big dog shirt on. I was like, who wears that anymore? I knew. I knew. He had that sun-kissed face. You know what I mean? Sun-kissed, uh, you know, uh, like from the radiation of Fox News. You know, I could feel it. I could feel it. I was like, God damn it. He's having a blast. You know what I mean? And this whole time, you know, I, I, but the, I found that none of the ghosts and goblins, there was this one time the bloody girl came onto the wagon right behind me. It didn't faze me at all because I was still looking at him, you know? All wild-eyed. And every time I retell that story, you know, people, the first thing people ask me is, well, was he joking? Was he joking? And I understand the need to know if he was joking or not so we could all sleep easier at night, right? <laughs> But why does it matter if he was joking, right? Because he still took the time to make me feel like an other before this fun experience, right? I was like, I paid $44 to get scared, the same experience as you. I pay my taxes. I'm an American just like you. You know what I mean? Why did you have to put me in my place to say, hey, you look different? You know what I mean? And people are always like, Otsko, why do you always have to make it about race? Why do you always have to make it? I didn't. He did. You know what I mean? Why do? I thought I was having a fun night out when he reminded me I was having an Asian night out. You know what I mean? I was like, God damn it! I don't. People are like, Wow, you're so outspoken. You're so outspoken. I thought your people. Your were- your people were bound by their feet. They're so quiet. They're so polite. No, bitch. I'm a size eight. Okay. Don't fuck with me. Size eight, wide, okay? Most times I can't even find shoes that fit me. Was he joking? He was joking, maybe he was joking, I don't get, no. If he was joking, as a comedian, I take offense to his ill-crafted, very lazy joke, okay? I was like, where's the headline, okay? I mean, where's the punchline, you know what I mean? And as an English, ma- English minor, I take offense to his ill crafted sentence as well. I was like, there was not even a verb in this. It's very, the whole thing was lazy. You know what I mean? Don't call it a joke. That's an insult to the art form. You know? Was it a joke? No. It's, it, if, if the only person laughing afterwards is the person that gets to feel safe, that's a problem. You know what I mean? And then, and then you know, I got I got out of the haunted hayride, and then you know, I, I saw in the news that the Astros guy was doing this to the Dodgers pitcher, right? Because he was Asian, slanty eye. You know, I was pissed. I was pissed when I read this because I, I, not only was I pissed about the racist gesture, I was pissed because he made me care about baseball. Okay, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know who. I was like, I don't even know who the Astros were. I was like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> Is it a new, like, pillow? You know what I mean? And they were like... I was like, oh, now I'm reading about this. There's so much energy. I was so pissed. You know what I mean? Don't, don't attribute your, race, your casual racism to, to comedy. You know what I mean? Because I was joking. I was joking. Same thing. What I'm saying is... I realize I haven't left the house in a long time. You know? <laughs> and I realize why I don't. But the cool thing is... I'm no longer scared of ghosts. You know? And ghouls. And made-up things like that. No. Yeah. Just... Real people. And and things. And you should be too. You know, you should be too. Like during the during the whole haunted Hayride Park experience, like at one point I thought I recognized one of the scare actors and I was like, Fred, I thought you were doing well. And he was like, Oh no, it's not me. You know what I mean? Just please, it's not me. And I was like, No, 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 I swear. And he was like, It's not pilot season yet, so I'm not doing well. That's scary. That's the real you know what I mean? Like and I found out they were getting paid six bucks an hour and they were sag and I was like, that could have been me. You know what I mean? That's real that's real shit that you should be scared of and you should too, real things like parking tickets, getting hit by a car these possibilities don't be scared of ghosts i ain't scared of ghosts yeah and you should be too everything in the news has been such a bummer that like i'm i like in like april i was looking forward to the turkey pardoning you know what i mean because i was like well that'll be fun you know prediction the turkey attacks trump as well like the bald eagle did that'll be cool well, that's been my time. Thank you so much. I'm Asko. Here's your host back.
1: Asko, one more time for Asko. She was great. Oh, that was the first time I've seen her. I love seeing new comics, and uh oh, yes, she was terrific. You know what else is funny? I was like sitting over there watching. Ria, just sit in that chair for one second. What is happening?
0: <laughs>
1: Unreal. You guys are both so cute. <laughs> all right, that's all. I just, wanted, I just wanted to do that. That was fun. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. Looking Glass Rhea, you are different in only some very small ways. <laughs> Oh, friends. Rhea, how are we doing? Great. Can I talk into a microphone now? Yes, you can. Amazing. Rhea's going to tape something for me. Um, actually, this is perfect because Oscar was talking about being afraid of ghosts. I'm scared of everything all the time. I'm scared of everything all the time, which is why I'm really excited that it's the season that it is now, the holiday season, because like I can watch my favorite films, the Hallmark Holiday movies, which I love so very much. I don't know if you are missing them. If you are, you shouldn't be. They are fantastic, they have great titles, Ice Sculpture Christmas, Snow Globe Christmas. They have a great shared plot. A businesswoman from the big city moves back home to the town where she grew up in to fall in love with an either an ice sculptor or a gentleman who creates snow globes. I love these movies for a lot of reasons. One is that they present me with a palatable version of heterosexuality. I like to watch you on screen sometimes. Straight people, but really in the hallmark version of your relationships. In those movies, they like barely hold hands, or sometimes they clink cocoa. I'm like, good, that's all I wanted to see. <laughs> this is also a really great time because it means that horror movie season is over, and thank God because that thing goes on forever. It starts in like June or July. I am scared of everything because I have very, I'm very nearsighted, I got contacts in right now. Also when I was a kid I had crossed eyes, I had to wear an eye patch because I saw double. At night I would take off. You can, did you know you can wear an eye patch underneath a set of glasses? (laughs) I would take off my glasses, off my my eye patch, just see, you know, blurry double things and I was convinced that my room was trying to kill me and I've never stopped being convinced that that was true. (laughs) So you take this person, in the middle of summer, I'm just trying to see Girls Trip, just sitting there getting ready to enjoy hilarious jokes when all of a sudden a trailer will pop up with a moldy doll in it or something like that. And I didn't come for that. Why is that doll moldy? When did it originally get wet? That is too much for me. One time, literally just a font. Just a font was enough to put me over the edge. It would just said it just said from. I tossed my popcorn into the air above my head. It was so big. This like I can't see it. I wouldn't. I don't think you understand. I wouldn't leave it with a fear of clowns. I already have a fear of clowns. I would leave it with a fear of rain jackets. Like I cannot. <laughs> I cannot chance it, do you understand? But still, I am fascinated by these movies. So what I will do is, I will look up the plot synopsis on Wikipedia, and then I will Google image the film, and then I will match up the moments. That allows me to enjoy without having to see moving images set to music. It does sometimes make me look like a serial killer, I will say, in casual conversation. Oh, actually, that's not even the trap that they used in that particular Saw movie. Oh, did you see it? No. (laughs) I haven't seen any of those movies. But I can't. I can't see those movies. I can't. I mean, as it is, the person I am now, I don't even bend at the waist to spit when I brush my teeth. You can't, you can't bend at the waist to spit when you brush teeth, you bend at the waist to spit, you come back up, who's behind you in the mirror? A murderer every time, even just one time would be enough. So no, I don't bend at the waist, to spit, I stand straight up, I spit on my shirt, I change my shirt and live. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, friends. Oh, well, I was so focused on that that I forgot to know who was coming up next, Rhea. Oh, it's our friend, skateboarding friend. Oh, wait, there's two skateboarding friends. I know who it is. I know who it is. It's our friend, our skateboarding friend. No, it's it's true. This next comic is our skateboarding friend. and That's a hundred percent true. Thanks for letting me do jokes about um you know serial killers and Halloween and stuff. You did pretty good as an audience. How are you doing tonight? Yeah, you seem good. You seem, like, engaged, happy. I'm happy about it. Yeah. What did you do today? I worked. You worked? What do you do? consultant. You're a consultant? Like, what kind? Like, do you work at yeah. Deloitte? I'm just naming a place.
0: Communication
1: training. Oh, communication training. Wow, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> okay. Do you like your job? I do. Yeah, rad. Is that... Are you done? You don't have to go in tomorrow. Right. Do to you do have to go in tomorrow? No. Train them to communicate with you, that you don't have to come in tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm having fun tonight. yes, you yes you are having fun tonight. I can tell you are on it. How are you doing? Fantastic. Yeah, what did you do today? Um, I didn't do anything because I'm on vacation. Yes. What kind of, where, where, like, do you live here or are you visiting? No, I'm visiting. I live in Florida. You live in Florida, and you came here to see you. To see me, Cameron Esposito, and Rhea Butcher? Yes! That's great. Oh, Thank you for doing that. Where are you from in Florida? Boynton how, how are things right now? Uh, not great. Yeah, well it's really nice to have you here. Thank you so much for flying, literally across the entire country. It's all, you can't, I mean you can go to Hawaii, but I'm not there. Sometimes I, I've been there, I haven't, just, you know, it's just, I wasn't there, I'm not there now. I'm here, as you can tell. Because we're talking to each other, yeah. How, are you gonna stay for the full week, for the, for the holiday, or yeah, anything? Yeah. Is this, are, is this a family? That is so awesome. <laughs> Did you bring, wait, who lives here? These three. These three yeah. live here. My mom is on the end. And you're, mom and lives in You live in Florida as well? Uh-huh. And you flew here to hang out with family yeah. who live locally, and then you were like, as long as we're gonna be <laughs> yes. in California, I know the greatest place to hear about relationship struggles. <laughs> Well, that's like my favorite thing when kids and parents come to our shows. So, thank you so much for being here and flying all the way across the country. I hope that you have a wonderful time with your family this week. Let's hear it for this fabulous family! Thank you, thank you so much. What? Ah, now I feel better already. Did you hear that, Ria? Where are you, Ria? Did you hear that? <laughs> Up next, our skateboarding friend. He is hilarious. He is a skateboarding friend of ours. You guys are going to love him. Let's hear it right now for Wimmer Thomas. Get up for Wimmer.
5: Hello, everybody. Thank you all so much. My name is Witt, and I'm from Alabama, and those are two of the more interesting things about me. Uh, When I was a kid back in Alabama, um, I was in an emo band. For those of y'all who aren't familiar with that genre of music, it's the one that goes like this. I'm not scared! So that's what I was doing all through high school in Alabama. My favorite part of the whole emo genre is that typically after the second chorus, there will be a spoken word part. And that spoken word part is always delivered in kind of like a classic Southern Californian mall goth voice. You know, the voice that goes, I hate my parents, their love is a scam. <laughs> And the chorus is always something very poignant and thought-provoking, you know? Something really poetic. Something like, And you could slit my throat and I'd say thank you for touching me! (laughs) And then they get into that spoken word part, man, and I just loved it so much. It'd be like, I'd say thank you for touching me! And that was the last winter I ever saw Amy. (laughs) She walked out of my life and into autumn, and then autumn became ashes, or something like that. But I'm from Alabama, man, and my accent has faded quite a bit, but back in high school, it was well and alive, which meant my spoken word parts were a little bit more cinematic. Maybe romantic, even. It'd be like, I'd say thank you for touching me, and that was the last time I ever saw Amy. (laughs) She just up and left. I was like, what the hell? I don't know what inspired me to get into that whole genre of music. Maybe it was punk, but I don't know. I think maybe it was that genre of music in the late 90s. It was maybe called nu metal or something. It was just the genre of music. Maybe y'all remember it. It was the one where the people sounded like this. They would go, you know, I'm so fucked up you don't even
0: understand.
5: I've got some really twisted things going on in my brain right now. Oh, wow. And then a rapper would just step in and go, one thing, you don't know why. doesn't even matter how hard you try. Most basic rap ever after that guy just busts a blood vessel. Come on, man, you're just rapping the ABCs. I was like a sad kid in... uh, And when I was a kid, you know, I was sad and I was full of angst. I think maybe because my dad left um, and maybe that caused the sadness, you know. It was awkward when my dad left because at the time I was in fourth grade and my dad was the assistant baseball coach for my fourth grade baseball team. So it was awkward when he left because I'd get to baseball practice and all the other kids would be like, Hey, where's your dad? He's supposed to be third base coach. (laughs) And I'd have to be like, yeah, he's also supposed to be my dad. Where is that guy? You know what? When I see him, I'll tell him about this whole third base coach thing. Because God forbid you get to third base, and you don't know where to go. You go home. If anything, my dad needs a third base coach. a lot of dad hate out there tonight, I like that. (laughs) I feel like you can tell a lot about a kid's childhood by what they call their grandparents. Like my childhood was kind of bleak and I call my grandparents grandmother and grandfather. But my friend's childhood was really solid and he calls his grandparents, Gim Gam and Mip Mop. He's like, I love my Mip Mop, she's making biscuits as we speak. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, man, because grandfather's gonna try to get me to join the Confederacy again. (laughs) Which is true. There's a new trend happening back in Alabama right now and it's all the Southern redneck kind of bigot dad, father types have, they all have beautiful bangs which I just think is kind of funny, you know? It used to be that those types of guys had mullets, which were short in the front and long in the back. But now they have short hair in the back and then beautiful long bangs in the front. And guess what they're calling it? They're calling this look a tellum, which is mullet in reverse. Oh, my God. It takes a lot of hate in your heart to come up with something that clever. I just think it's so funny for a bigot to have bangs, you know? Because how's it going to go down if he finds out his kid's gay or something like that? Like... No son of mine's gonna be gay
4: and live in my house.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I got a nephew. His name is Reed. He's raised by a guy kind of like that, and it's caused Reed to become incredibly intense. And uh, Reed is five years old, and uh. I don't know, he's incredibly intense. The other day he comes back from uh, kindergarten and I was back home visiting and I was like, Hey, Reed, how was school today, man? And he goes, School was bad. I was like, Oh no. Why was school bad, Reed? And he goes, Because someone cried. I was like, What? Who cried, Reed? And he goes, Reed cried. (laughs) He's like, Well, Reed, you're kind of a little weirdo, man. It's going to get a lot worse than that. And then I kicked him. (laughs) I don't know if that's the end of it for me. Okay, good night, everybody.
0: (laughs) Whipper
4: Thomas, let him hear it.
1: (laughs) I called my grandparents buddy. I don't know what that says about me. I was just like, what's up, buddy? I don't know about all this. But I called them both, but anyway. anyway. You guys, guess what? The next comic is a friend and also a skateboarding friend. What? We've worked two skateboarding friends on this show. He's very funny. He's a co-host of uh, all fantasy everything. Very funny, dude. Please give a warm welcome to Sean Jordan.
6: Goddamn right. Who didn't leave the house like, I better fucking see two skateboarders. One of them better be wearing a Grand Teton shirt. Because he didn't have time to go change. I have this shirt on. My girlfriend bought me a shirt. I've never been to the Grand Tetons. That's just weird to me. But she bought it. Didn't stop it. I do have a girlfriend. It's always weird to me when... uh, when Nice, you guys busted me on the Segway. I get it it's always weird to me when a girl lands on me though cause I you know I understand everyone's attracted to different things but I just I see myself when I leave and it's like that, you know I don't get it most of the time <laughs> I'm not disgusting looking but I'm not you know no one's looking at me like oh fuck <laughs> that's the guy <laughs> just happened her friend hey look at that guy over there at the bus stop kind of swaying back and forth with a backpack on hell yeah <laughs> can't wait to have sex with that guy. Just looking at me, thinking like, yeah, that's the guy I want. I want that perfect combination between a stepdad and a youth pastor. (laughs) It's pretty true. They probably have Grand Teton shirts that they wear, but they've been there on expeditions. I have body issues, just like everybody else. You know, I just, I think I got a weird body and it's not, there's no such thing as a weird body. I get that, but I just, I'm not not happy with it. And it's not, it's not bad. It's exactly what you think it looks like. Like, whatever popped into your head. It's great for a podcast, right? Whatever popped into your head, you know, now that you're all picturing me naked, that's exactly what I look like. Nothing, you know, no bells and whistles. Nothing's hanging out. Nothing's defined. It's just like, you know? Like a big unmolded tube of peach-colored clay. If I took off all my clothes right now and got completely naked, everybody's heart rate would stay exactly the same. Nobody would give a shit at all. You're like, yeah, dog, that's exactly what I thought you were gonna look like. I have more chest hair than anybody thinks I do. That's a cool thing about your boy. I got got a lot of chest hair, but it's all right here in a weird ball. It's not spread around, you know? Spread it around. When you make a cake, you don't just take a handful of frosting and whip it at the cake and be like, fucking peace. It's just all in a weird ball. It's right above my xiphoid process on my sternum. In a weird haunted forest looking weird ball. It's like God gave an angel a fastball's worth of chest hair. And they just dipped it in Vaseline and just whipped it right in my chest. And it's in a circle. It's like a perfect circle. right, Right here on my sternum. And then I have another circle of body hair right around my belly button. That again isn't spread out. It's just there. It's a weird shitty little circle. So there's two dots of body hair that I have. And it looks like a colon. Like, not an asshole, but the punctuation mark. Like a colon. So if I were on the beach with a bunch of friends and we all had our shirts off, we were standing in a line and I was at the end of the line, you'd be like, maybe there's more friends? (laughs) Hell yeah. I lost my virginity when I was 13. I was too young. Nothing good about that. We're not going to talk about that too much. And a lot of times people will be like, well, how old is she? Doesn't matter. No age makes it not gross. You know, when one of you is 13, it's like, ah, doesn't matter what the other person is. So we're not going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about is the conversation I had. She was 13. Is that better? So we are going to talk about the conversation I had with a friend of mine. I got out of middle school. Gross. I got out of middle school at 3 o'clock, right? I was going to see this girl at 9 o'clock, six hours later. And I'm talking to my friend CJ, who was 14 at the time, because I needed to seek the advice of my elders for this particular issue. I was like, hey, man, I'm kind of nervous. I'm supposed to have sex tonight. Do you have any advice or anything? And he goes, well, I don't have any advice. Let me ask you a question, though. Are you going to put the condom on now? At three motherfucking o'clock? Or are you going to wait and put it on later? And I was like, that's a good question, because I was 13. I didn't know. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I should probably throw that bad motherfucker on now. Because I don't want to make things all weird later when we're making out, and I'm gonna be like, "Excuse me, I I don't already have a condom on. I know I'm supposed to have it on for six hours prior to sex, but your boy forgot. So I'm gonna go throw one of those on next time we have sex. I'll have it on for six hours like I'm supposed to. That's what I thought would have been weird. So just take this into the adult world, right? Just imagine that you're on a date. You're on a date with a guy. Everybody, take the walk with me. You're on a date with a guy, and you're sitting there at dinner. You're like, "This dude's kind of dope. I'm gonna have to bone this guy later. You're just getting all stoked about it. You haven't done it for a while. Like, yeah, I might have, to, might have to take this guy down to Chinatown, you know what I mean? So I'm going to fuck this guy. But you're like, I want to go, you know, I want to finish dinner. Haven't been on a date in a while. i got the kids. He doesn't know about those yet. Probably fuck him first. <laughs> and you're sitting at dinner, and then the, the tab comes, and you go Dutch, which you're super into. But he gets the tip, 20% right on the dot with no calculator. You're super into math, so you're like, definitely going to fuck this guy tonight. <laughs> But you go to the movie anyways, because you haven't been out for a while. You know, you want to have a night. You want to have yourself a little night, a date before you give it up. You want to go have a date. So you go to the movie, halfway through, you're just looking at the guy, you're like, I don't even care if they find Dory or not. Let's just go to the house. I just want to go home and make love. That's what I want to do. So you get home and you're kissing. It's like a movie. You're just kissing like into the door. One of those weird things that never happens, but it's happening to you that night. You're kissing into the door. It was a little bit open, but not enough for a burglar, so it just opens when you kiss into it. It's all working out. You take his shirt off, whatever kind of body you like, that's exactly what he's got. If you want him shredded, he's shredded. You want a little something, your boy's got a little something. So you take his shirt off, you go and you're like, you're petting a little bit, you go to take his pants off, he's got some skinny jeans on, so you kind of play a little game. You like shimmy him down. And then you get his pants all the way down to his ankles and then you look back up, already got a condom on.
0: That's
6: insane. Think about that. Really think about that. What would you do If you took someone's pants off and there's just a rocked up boner with a condom already already on it, you're like, dog, you're a little too ready. I don't know what I'd do. I think I'd back up a little bit. That's first. I'd be like, listen, I need to know exactly when you put that on. It's not condom time yet. I'm not the best at sex. What, a comedian? Not good at sex? I know I'm not splitting the atom by saying that, but I just, it's still, it's great. I'm, you know, I'm okay at it. I think anytime. That I, uh, that I lay with a woman, as it were, anytime that we make sweet, sweet, passionate love. For her, it's sort of like if she were to get a lottery ticket and just win her dollar back.
0: <laughs>
6: Could have been a lot worse. I wasn't going to tell that joke, but I forgot what I was going to tell, so I told that one instead. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to get out of here on this. I was, uh, after a show, and this happens quite a bit. People want to come up and shake hands. That's fantastic. That's one of the best things about doing this. But a friend of mine, I was in Portland, and a friend of mine, who I've known for like 15 years, comes up, and uh, he was going to shake my hand. I had my hand out. And he's like, hey, man. And he has his hand kind of up in the air, and he goes, my hand's kind of wet. Don't worry, it's water. It's not piss. (laughs) And he shook my hand. And people will do that. They'll leave the bathroom with a wet hand and tell you that it's not piss all over their hand. So let's just assume he shook my hand and didn't mention that it wasn't piss all over his hand. And I just was like, oh, your hand's kind of wet. Not even for a fraction of a second would I think that that's piss all over your hand. You're a fucking grown-up, dude. Of course you didn't go to the bathroom, piss all over your hand. All over it. Enough to be like, I should probably tell someone this isn't piss all over my hand. All over it. Walk past all three of the sinks at Helium Comedy Club in Portland, Oregon and be like, nope, not today. Fuck you. I'm gonna go rub it all over Sean. All right, thank you guys very much. I've been Sean Jordan. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: I was in Denver this weekend doing uh, shows, and first of all, I got altitude sickness for the first time. Has anybody ever had altitude? It's like bonkers. You have a really in- terrible headache, and you like can barely... So anyway, I'm, I'm just a hero because I still completed all my shows. <laughs> really amazing. Um, I didn't even have to go to the hospital, you know, which is, I just kind of toughed it out. And it, you know, it would have, it wouldn't have been the first time I had a medical emergency doing stand-up because one time I was doing Bonnaroo, and it was a... That's in Tennessee. It was 103 degrees and I refused to take my jean jacket off. I refused to take my jean jacket off or even unbutton it because I really just wanted to wear a jean jacket. If you would have given me a vest, I would have put it on on top of the jean jacket because I feel most comfortable in layers. And so my friends were like, you are going to get really hot. And I was like, I'm already really hot. But I'm not taking this baby off. Like fast forward two hours, I'm being rushed to the medical tent because I have given myself heat stroke, I'm in a golf cart with a siren on it. You know, driving through the festival grounds. I didn't even have anything to cover my famous face because I still wouldn't take my uh. jean jacket off.
0: <laughs>
1: when I, I was in Denver, somebody had, ahead of time, asked... um if I would allow for them to propose to their partner during my show. And I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Like how beautiful, you know? I was like, we'll do it at the last show. We'll do it like Saturday late night show. Like I'll have, I'll have five shows under my belt. In fact, it was my last show for 2017. I'm like, this is amazing. Like we'll go out on a bang. And I didn't think until I was on stage of the fact that maybe that person would say no. <laughs> Like, it just didn't occur to me at all, because I was like, this person knows their partner so well, like, whatever. So they get up, and the person that they were proposing to just started loudly saying, what is happening? <laughs> I will say, they, they did eventually say, yes, everything was great, everything was amazing, but you just forget, oh no. <laughs> You have a full talking reminder. What even is that service? Is that just your phone? No, I mean, I know that's your phone, but what kind of phone do you have? Can my phone do that? I'm not, no, I know, you didn't do anything wrong. You did everything okay. You're not, I'm not mad at you. I am more i am just amazed that it said, you have an appointment tomorrow at 12 p.m. And I don't have that, or at least I don't know how to do it. What is it? Is it special? You have no idea what that is? Has it ever happened before? Yes. Every so often, your phone just goes, you have an appointment tomorrow, and you just, have you just not gotten it checked out? I think it's a phone appointment, that your phone is trying to remind you that you have... It's totally okay, I'm not stressed at all. You're doing everything right. You weren't, you weren't even doing the thing where you were, like, you didn't mean to have it. So many, there's so many worse phone things that can happen. Like when people are texting very low on their lap, they're like, I'm stealthy, but they don't realize that it looks like they're at a sleepover because their face is illuminated completely and from below. Oh, spooky ghost story. Anyway, because um, I'll be like, you have to put your phone away. And they'll be like, How did you know? And I'm like, How do you not know how I knew? You
0: were bathed in light.
1: Anyway, the person did say yes, but holy shit, was that the most stressful moment I've ever had on stage? When their partner was like, I just, I love you, and we're here at our favorite cottage. And the the person in the audience is just going, What is happening? what is happening <laughs> anyway those sweeties they did get engaged wasn't that a cool way to go out that was a cool way to go out of 2017 okay well uh speaking of final things this is the final comic on this show wow what a segue she's perfect <laughs> do you know if you have something specifically to do tomorrow <laughs> something on the agenda or is it just setting appointments for you? I just thought, I just realized that. Because maybe it's just a function of like your, you know, Google Calendar or whatever where like it's supposed to talk to you, but maybe your phone's suggesting shit to you. That's way creepier. Tomorrow at noon, be at. You're like, what? It's like, trust me. but then you go there and you look up, it's you from the future? (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. I have been setting that reminder. I sent like 30 of those. You have been ignoring it. Do you know how hard time travel is on the human body? Anyway, your son is going to save the human race. Wow, okay, well. we got one final comic tonight. Whew! I've known, her, I've known her for a long time. Great Great pal, awesome comic. You're gonna love her. Let's hear it right now for Megan Gailey. Give it up for Megan! Hello,
4: this is Cameron's jacket from Bonnaroo. Uh, it was in the comedy museum, and I asked for it. Uh... Oh, my God, when she said that the proposal thing was a perfect segue, I was like, oh, my God, my boyfriend's here? I'm getting engaged. Uh, And guess what? I'm not. So, now I'm pretty upset. Uh, No, I'm okay. I wouldn't want to be in this outfit when I got engaged. So, take note of that. Thank you. Uh, I never realized how hungover I am until I put pants on. And... (laughs) You just get in them and you're like, "Mm -mm, nope, not good. Uh, I hate pants. I think they're the worst thing. Whenever I'm sitting down, I unbutton my top button. Yeah, I want to live. I want to feel good. I deserve freedom. When I go to the movies, I unbutton and unsit my pants. And then I'm usually too high to remember I did that. So then I'm just walking out of the movies and people are like, wow. (laughs) She really liked Cars 3. Uh, I got a Brazilian wax last week, and the woman doing it was like, any special occasion? And I go, no. (laughs) Well, it's my dad's birthday. (laughs) No, immediately wrong. Like, I was like, ah, take it. No, can can I erase words in the air? And she was so mad at me. She stopped, like, mid-pull. Like, she was at a bad part and was like, "Ah," "Ah, that's mean, don't you? And, like, this is a woman who looks at strangers' clits for a living, and my words made her uncomfortable. Like, (laughs) you know how disgusting of a human being you have to be? And then I tried to make it better. I was like, oh, no, 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 he lives in Indiana. Like, that was the reason (laughs) we weren't together? (laughs) No, I know he's my dad, but... (laughs) The distance, and... My mom's always around trying to fuck him, so. We're on a break. Uh... (laughs) My boyfriend boyfriend shushed me during Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) I didn't know Larry David had cleaned your cum out of his belly button before. We get to talk, that's the deal. If cum comes on us, I'm talking whatever the fuck I want. That is the social contract. Also, I'm hotter than you, you know? We're all hotter than all of our boyfriends, we are. We just are. I I travel a lot of places and when you go to a town and the women are uglier, you're like, something happened here. Uh, something tragic Um, I don't know if it was some sort of like chemical spill but this was not this was not the first batch of women Uh, no 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 way I send him a lot of nude photos with my face included people say that that's dumb I don't think so People are like, no, don't do that. Don't have your face in it because then if your phone gets hacked, I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to happen. Like, <laughs> I'm like, get these out to the people. You know? Like, I'm only sending ones that look good. Get in my cloud. Take them. I need to have a good pilot season. Uh, last Thanksgiving, I got thrown out of an NFL game. Wasn't even playing. Uh... <laughs> just was that bad. Um, I'm a huge Indianapolis Colts fan. Okay. <laughs> no, they're bad, but that's okay. We had a good week. We didn't play, so... <laughs> Can't lose. Uh, well, and I love them very, very... Much. Like, when L.A., if I see someone in a Colts jersey, I'm like, oh, my God, are you a Colts fan? And they're like, I'm schizophrenic! And I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Thought I found another Reggie Wayne fan. Uh... So I was at the Indianapolis Colts Steelers game, and the Steelers quarterback is Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you're shaking his head. He's the rapist with a chin strap. Everything is bad. Uh, And not like a football chin strap, like a chin strap beard. So you're like, okay, you did it. Um, And I was really, really drunk because it was Thanksgiving, and I'm who I am. So I kept screaming at the top of my lungs, you're a rapist. Just Maybe 25 to 1,000 times. Uh, I was screaming it so loud and so aggressively that a referee on the field of the game turned around, looked into the stands and said, what do you want me to do about it? <laughs>
0: well,
4: I, got, I got heckled by a ref. <laughs> And then I had to leave, and I didn't rape anybody, like I don't get he got to stay. that's not fair. Uh, and then I took my whole family to a strip club, and my brother ate at the buffet. Um, so I feel like this Thanksgiving you know, do I do acid? I don't know like well actually i'm going I'm going to Vegas, you know, nothing says holidays like there, uh, and I'm going to see Beatles Love tomorrow, and I'm taking edibles, so. I'll let you guys know. If you want to follow me on Instagram, just for the stories, you can unfollow after. Or I mean, you might like some stuff you see. Uh, <laughs> that made it seem like it was gonna be my pussy, but it's—I have like cute nieces. Uh, it's gonna be—it's gonna be a lot of pictures of nachos and then the Midwest. Uh, I'm from the Midwest. My Lyft driver over here told me that I was really white. <laughs> Like, I didn't know. Uh, I was like, oh, I keep in touch with one of my tennis coaches. Um, I love when you go into the bathroom at Businesses, and in the women's restroom, it says, please don't flush any tampons down the toilet. And it's like, oh, well, we are. So... (laughs) That's like 100% of what we're doing. And there's like a trash can. Fuck your trash can. Are you insane? I make 77 cents on the dollar. I'm not waddling to a trash can. Like, Hillary lost. She lost. I'll flush a fucking shoe down the toilet if I want to. I'm going to be postmenopausal just dipping tampons and pudding, fast pitch softballing them like, I remember 2016! <laughs> And then my friend was like, no, 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 you can't do that. It's like an environmental crisis. All the tampons get together in the sewer. They clump up, and then a man has to go in and break it apart. I'm like, that's the greatest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) No Google image search has made me come faster. (laughs) than a man in a hazmat suit chiseling apart a Robert E. Lee statue of used tampons. God bless America. Thank you guys so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Megan Gailey, everybody, let her hear it.
1: Oh, Megan Gailey. Whew, hey, why don't you keep it going for all the comics you saw tonight? Yeah. so much for spending this week with us especially during this like cool holiday week it's so nice to be here with you totally and there's a great show after this too there is a great show after this this is true Uh, really if you have the rest of your night free a person who wrote on actually like was the reason that the first season of Take My Wife which was our television show Mm -hmm. was so good Mm um one of our writers Shauna McGarry has a our show head writer. our head writer has a show right after this um, at 9.30 that you should like absolutely see uh, we love it it's and wonderful so you should say if you can yeah. but uh, yes thank you so much for coming out that's Rhea Butcher that's Cameron Esposito <laughs> have a great rest of your night
0: put your hands together 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 Put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to laugh with your hands together, put your hands together, get ready to color your hands together, put your hands together <aromatic activation Oaklandities>